You said you came to save us. I said I came to save the Earth. You came to save the Earth. From us. <laughs> I'm becoming Brundle Fly. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Don't forget to go playing. Motherfucker! I'm trying to watch the last boy. It's all ball bearings nowadays. That's bone. Dogs and cats living together. Hey, this is NPR. <laughs> you, you, you usually have a good NPR voice, actually. Today we'll be listening to local flutes, <laughs> instrumentals from the Amazon basin. Lesbian African flutists. Using a local instrument referred to as the cluck cluck. <laughs> what is it? Just a chicken that they punch or something? <laughs> it's a uh, the cluck cluck. Hollowed out chicken bones. Ah, uh, the old cluck cluck. All right, let's do this. I got a pussy lick. All right. <laughs> Grumpy about a second. <laughs> All right, hey there, folks. Welcome to Intermission. I am Tiffa, and of course, with me are my lovable co-hosts. As always, we have Mark on Skype. Hey, Mark. Hello, lovable. Thank you for that. You are lovable. Not gonna lie, I needed to hear that today. Oh, okay, great. Not a bad way. Just you know, it's always good to hear that kind of stuff. Absolutely. You're all right. Oh, well. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep, keep the balance. Thank you, Josh. And that was lovable, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually uh, recording in our new spaces. Mark has his own new space in a closet. And then Josh and I are here in a blanket fort. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully this doesn't end up sounding like shit. It looks like it was made by children. <laughs> in a way it was. In a way. Child and all of us. It may collapse at any moment. Actually, yes. <laughs> uh, this month, though, we had a Mark pick. And Mark chose the 2008 sci-fi remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Starring Keanu Reeves, who's one of my favorites, of course. John Wick, right? Yeah, classic. Classic. Why did you end up picking this? I only vaguely remember it coming out, and I never saw it when it came out. Uh, yeah, me too. I never saw it when it came out either. But uh, I don't know. Something had just crossed my path about the original movie recently. Like someone was doing some comparison about the original movie's technology, like the stuff they were referencing and doing, how it really does match up with modern day technology. Mm-hmm. And then I was on HBO and I saw that they remade that movie, and I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Let's give that a whirl. You've both seen the original, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then no one had seen this movie before. Nope. nope. Okay. No, I feel like I've seen it because <laughs> I literally, in my head, figured out how the entire movie was going to go and I was accurate. <laughs> yeah. Not because I'm some hyper genius who can figure things out, but because <laughs> it was pretty formulaic. Yeah. He's like, oh, my fucking God, is this a fucking arc? <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> yeah, he was hella pissed. <laughs> Uh, and Kathy Bates, look, they're building an arc. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's Oh, dope. I thought you meant like a story arc. Like, oh, is this a fucking story arc? No, <laughs> like a literal fucking Noah's Ark with glowy orbs. Yeah. Well, maybe the guys that made it were like, dude, we don't even want to do this. Who cares about this fucking planet? And I was like, we have to take care of this. And they're like, well, I'm not- I, I, I like to think that. I like to think uh, he was the only one. He's like, all right, man, I got I got, I got four other planets to go to after this. He's like, he's like the uh, Al Gore of this alien fucking, like, federation that he was talking about he's like we have to go save the environment on this planet and the other guys are like what planet who cares er it's like a fucking million light years out of our way who gives a flying fuck <laughs> light year like, there's only a handful of planets in the universe that can support this life and they're like yeah but a handful of planets in the universe is like a hundred billion dude <laughs> in the grand scheme of it all like, <laughs> that's pretty good it's <laughs> yeah, a good average uh the movie was directed by scott derrickson might know him from a few movies like the exorcism of emily rose oh. or even better 
Hellraiser Inferno. Oh. Yeah. Wait, which one was that? That wasn't... Five. Was that, that was Adam Scott. No, it's the one after Adam Scott, actually. No. It's one of my favorite Hellraisers in the series. I don't know if it's like a fan favorite, but I've heard it called like a Jacob's Ladder fucking... Oh my God, Groundhog's Day. That one was... Uh... It's kind of what I heard it called Wait, once. Like repeating... But yeah, it's just like kind of... Some guy did. Some guy called it that. (laughs) One guy did. Some dude. (laughs) Uh, It was just like really mind-bending and creepy and like Hmm. weird, but it was cool. Was that before this movie or after? I believe they were all before. No, The Exorcism of Emily Rose was like an actual theater movie that came out. Yeah. No, and it wasn't terrible. I remember renting... Renting the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> the dip dip. Good cast of stars. We got Keanu Reeves as the emotionless alien man, Klaatu. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know Kung Fu. I'm an alien. I wish I had practiced my Keanu a little more now. You don't practice it regularly? It's like, you gotta keep a, a strict regimen. This but... spaceship slows down, it will explode. Whoa. Whoa. Like, Shut up, Klaatu. <laughs> Classic Klaatu. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Uh, she's the chick from Labyrinth who yeah. apparently disappeared from acting for a while. I mean, she kind of had a little stint. She did, like, what, Beautiful Mind and then yeah. that Dark Water movie and oh, yeah. oh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, Ass to Ass. Yeah. We love you, Jennifer Connelly. And we love your Ass to Ass. You think Jennifer Connelly hates the fact that she did that movie? Like, she does all these like, beautiful classic, you know, cinema pieces and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, ass, ass to Ass Girl, I know you. She's like, See, oh, I, feel like... I would hate to be in that movie too, but oh. I mean, I have the unpopular opinion that that's a very bad movie. Oh, I don't like that movie at all. Yeah, it's everyone's like it's so. Much. I'm like, no, but shitty. There's better drug movies. Name one. Spun. Transpotting. Transpotting. Spun is better. Transpotting's better. Uh, Traffic's better. Traffic's way better. It's the one with uh, face in the back, suitcase full of coke. Uh, Scarface. <laughs> no, not Scarface. Reservoir Dogs. Chevy Chase. <laughs> <Not> Chevy Chase. <laughs> no, no. National Lampoon's Drug Traffic. National Lampoon's Blow. Vacation. Oh, Blow. With uh, what's yeah, his name? That movie is his name. I can't remember. Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The drugged out chicks are always really hot, but they're really grumpy. <laughs> I would say Scarface, but I don't actually like Scarface very much either. That's fucking wrong and dumb. Yeah. All but four fucking hours of it. <laughs> hey, you can watch it in pieces, man. It's fucking good. Yeah. Any, you, you can always tell it's a quality movie when you have to say, you can watch it in pieces. <laughs> you can always leave and come back to it later. It's just, That's usually a sign of good movie making. It's just old. And back in the 70s, they always had these like long, drawn out, like, Let's so here's the scenery. this car driving for a minute and a half <laughs> yeah. and not edited out of the movie. Yeah. You know who I didn't like in this movie? Who? Jaden Smith. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, not for him being Jaden, but just his character was <sighs> fucking useless. Oh, yeah. No, both. Oh, okay, yeah. He was so unpleasant. I think The first note I have is Jaden Smith, question mark? But I think his character that has spoiled and bratty he was, I think that could only come from within. Oh, uh, like he was playing, he wasn't acting, he was just being himself. He was I don't being think a, so. You know, like piece of shit kid, like, man, I don't want to do this. Yeah, and if you were comparing know. it to the original, like that kid in the original was really cool, and like he was a good, yeah. kid. gee golly, gee whiz. Gee golly, Missy, you should know a lot of things about plants. Yeah, I don't know. He was really lovable. Where there, if I was Keanu, I'd be like, "Whatever, I'm not getting to know you, man." <laughs> Are you gonna say why did they have to do the whole that he's her stepson? Plot, uh, I do. Just her yeah, son? unnecessary parental drama bullshit. I'm like, it didn't even like. I don't know the dynamic family. Something I don't know. Like, what is it? They could have just said it was her son, well, and her husband was black. And, and let's not ask about never it. Never question it. Yeah. Like, they but, don't even have to say her husband's black. Yeah, they yeah, could just. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, how come that kid's with you? <laughs> I was like, black. Hey, whose kid is this? They'd be like, this is my son, and I'd be like, yes, it is. Hey, or if like, like dad's not here, son's black, 
mom's white, your brain, your, the human logic is just immediately like, okay, he's probably mixed. Yeah. But when you shoehorn in, it's her stepson. Uh, her dad was an engineer or something. I don't know. The first one had no uh, backstory yeah, of the family. Yeah, it was family. all unnecessary subplot. It was but, filler. Yes. But, but do you think that was because it was 1951 and everyone had a family? Maybe, and everyone was white, apparently, yeah. at least in movies in 1951. Yeah. So they were just like, yeah. never, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was... Just, just drawn out the length of the movie a little bit by yeah. introducing this weird family drama. Yeah, and having Jaden be like, oh, alien, you can't be my fake dad. Yeah. But it's like, he's like, I don't want to be your fucking yeah, dad. Was like, kid, I don't even want you coming <laughs> with me. I don't even know why you keep following me. No one wants to replace you because I don't, I don't yeah. care about you. He's like, I'm here to kill you. Yeah. You and the human race. Ungrateful half apes, <laughs> creepy hairless monkeys with your damn cars and your TV that you keep beaming into space. We don't care about Joey and Rachel. All right. Well, I'm ready for deep thoughts. How about you guys? Yeah, I got thoughts. Yeah. Well, uh, lots of thoughts on this movie. I wrote a big one and then I just kind of boiled it down to the central thesis. Okay. Um, I can go first, I guess. Do it. What will the Earth do when the intergalactic environmental police inevitably come to take our planet from us? When people see Keanu completely emotionless and confidently strutting out of a UFO, will they yet again substitute their own fear for logic and reason? If I've learned anything from John Cleese, it's that only at the brink do we find the will to change, and only at the precipice do we evolve. Until that day, none of us will leave our comforts for anything less than the possibility of total extinction. That's all. I, I, I like the word precipice. I can't say they it. They said it like eight times. Yeah, the tipping point. <laughs> yeah, at the end, Keanu's like, dude, precipice. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark. So here's mine. Just fucking kill us already. Because <laughs> it. it was pretty much everything I thought the entire movie as I was watching it. I wrote this thing about how, you know, in movies and TV shows, there's always like the, the marriage. And it's like the guy ends up being a piece of shit and they, you know, he's a piece of shit. He's lazy. And she's like, ah, I just wish you were more romantic kind of thing. Right. And then they break up and then he has like a learning experience of becoming like, well, I'm going to be a better man. And they get back together. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I thought about this movie where it's like the guy's a piece of shit, 35 years of his life. But then for one day he's a good guy and then he gets total redemption for it. Uh huh. You know, like the general, like, like I, I'm done with you because you need to grow up. And then he grows up in like the, you know, a summer. And she's like, oh, I'll marry you now. Mm-hmm. But in this case, human beings were the piece of shit guy. <laughs> all of us. Clapped. Yeah, we, we are all the piece of shit dude. But then I just boiled it down to just fucking kill us already. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking kill us just already. Just fucking kill us. Please. So I'm going to open up with a quote from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy here. Because this mm. is something that irritates me about a lot of science fiction. But I think I think Douglas Adams got it pretty well. Where he says, space is big. Really big. You just won't believe how vastly, hugely, mind-bogglingly big it is. I mean, you may think it's a long road, a long way down the road to the chemist. But that's just peanuts to space. So the problem I have with this movie, and I have a lot of science fiction movies, is how fucking arrogant they are, (laughs) where it's like, the Earth is so fucking special that these aliens are going to fly all the goddamn way across the galaxy to come mess around in our shit. Human beings and or the nature around it is so fucking important that these guys are going to build these glowy orbs, clone Keanu Reeves from a 1920s mountain climber, <laughs> drag their ass down here, put all the animals in glowy pods, and then have nano machine everyone. And I'm going to bring this up. 
throughout this oh, this whole podcast, but it's just irritating to me. Yeah, as I said, there's one part where he's like, there's only a handful of planets in the galaxy that can support complex life. <laughs> so a handful is usually proportional to like what size you're talking about. Like if I say a handful of people on Earth, I'm talking like, okay, that's a couple thousand people. But yeah? what if they're talking about their space continents? Like <laughs> this is this is the handful in our designated area. Space continents. So like the, the, the Space Federation is broken up into quadrants and like this is like one quadrant of many yeah (laughs) he said cosmos he did say cosmos um he did say cosmos that implies the known universe there are trillions upon trillions upon trillions of fucking planets so when you say oh there's only a handful what okay that could be just eight billion there's eight billion of them is Eric gonna like to like assume, like the movie to assume that Earth is that important? But I, I think Earthlings like to assume that, right? Like oh, yeah. we all like to assume that we're like the, the stars of the universe. Of the universe. Anyway, here's another thing that I found irritating: is like he was like, "You're not important," because if you think about, okay, let's say there is only a handful of planets that can, like a literal handful. There's like twenty, yeah. and they can that can support complex life. So out of that twenty, there's like what? two or three that actually can spawn that have intelligent life on them. So intelligent life would technically be more rare than a planet that has complex life on it. Yeah. And unless people are like species are being born on like spaceships or like in the vacuum of space, like for there to be a handful of planets means there's a handful of species out there. So yeah, there'd be an even smaller member of like intelligent species because lots of the planets would just be like dinosaurs. It'd just be big monsters roaming around. So there, even if they're out of that handful, there would be a smaller finite handful that had intelligent life on it, making it more rare, meaning it's something you probably shouldn't just delete with a bunch of your fucking nanomachines, yeah. piece of shit aliens. <laughs> Fuck off on your spaceship and go fucking back home. <laughs> so that you you guys are so fucking hippie joy fucking aliens that you're going to save all this nature by landing your killer robot on it and deleting an entire civilization of people. Yeah. Wow, but that's I th- fucked up. But I think he's come to a point where literally like everything comes so simple that they're not thinking yeah, like, he, like we would think Even now. at one point he's oh. like, you're going to die either way, so we may as well save the nature, too. And it's like, or, you know, you could come down and, like, help, you fucking arrogant piece of shit. John Cleese talks to him. <laughs> yeah, John Cleese explains basic logic to him. Yeah. If everything is easy uh, for you and there's no risk of death, like, remember in Zardoz where they had the apathetic people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would just be, but it's because they had no reason for death, and so they didn't want to fuck, they didn't want to do anything. Like, there was just no fear of any end, and everything came so easily. It was like everything was fucking boring. And then fucking, what's this, Sean Connery shows up, and they're all like, oh my God, I'm fucking wet. <laughs> like, this guy's fucking hairy 70s That's body. shit about him. Yeah. Look at his belly. <laughs> it, just, it makes me angry. Yeah. We'll go through that for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think I need to smoke some weed before we talk anymore. Oh, I'm definitely going to smoke weed before we talk. <laughs> this cocktail is not strong enough. Paul found this one for me, but today's intermission is brought to you by Space Queen. Ooh. Uh, Keanu Reeves is our Space Queen. A- <laughs> See you guys in a minute. Wah, wah. Well, how do you become a philosopher? 
practice. You go to school to become one, and then you realize there's no one ever hiring philosophers <laughs> anywhere because there's no need for philosophers what if, like, in society today. What if a super rich guy was like, dude? It's one of those things I call rich <laughs> a rich kid majors. Yeah. Where mm. they don't ever have to worry about getting a job because they're rich kids, and they major in something like philosophy or sculpture or some shit uh, like that. Fucking Dalton from Roadhouse is a philosophy major. Yeah, He's well. a philosopher and a cooler. Well, well. And an idiot. <laughs> Dude, fuck off. I hate that movie. Don't, no, no, no. All right, let's start the movie. I'm not going to. There are some things I would tolerate. That is not one of them. Yeah, I'm not going to allow that. I just don't like what's his face. Who? Swayze. You don't like Patrick. I don't like Patrick Swayze. I'm going to say it. R.I.P. Swayze. I'm cutting this out. He's never, I've never really seen it. Like, I guess Dirty Dancing's all right. Ghost? You love that movie. I mean, yeah. Ghost is all right. No. Ghost rules. Ghost is fucking Okay, stupid. that's it. We're watching Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost is fucking terrible. Molly. You I just can't. Girl. Play, maybe it's because I saw like I saw Dirty Dancing a lot when I was younger. That when I see him in like an action role, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> We're gonna watch Roadhouse, and I'm gonna tell you and show you why. I have seen amazing. Roadhouse with you no, numerous times, but and I, you've tried doing this before. And each time I'm like, yeah, it's all right. The man's name, Dalton. You're you're so wrong though. It's like it's ridiculous. Like I think you're I think I mean, you're just okay. doing it to fuck with me. Actually, uh, it's like it's not a terrible movie. No one dislikes Roadhouse. Well. Yeah. Yeah, dude, there's so many great things, and then fucking yeah. Sam Elliott shows up, and they both kick at the same time, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> then he tears the guy's throat oh, out. And they have that great band in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and that's been our On the Road with Roadhouse podcast. <laughs> oh, man, I could talk about Roadhouse all day, but let's talk about the day that the Earth stood still. No. Do you guys Do you guys remember that day? <laughs> I actually, I was hoping it'd be rated R. And Why? It should have. I mean, it should have had like that one thing going for it, like that. There's a couple parts. But I don't still. Know. I guess I don't think it would have added anything. No. This would have been more. Yeah, I can say what could they have done? Slightly more gory robot deaths and more gory like nano machines eating people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's about they it. They would have had to put like a, a five minute scene of Klaatu kind of figuring out his dick. You know, like whoa, this human body is weird. Whoa. Uh-huh. What's this thing? That's what we were talking about. That's what happened to the Chinese guy, the other alien. Yeah, right. He had a family. He had. Yeah, we were, we were talking about like he like he said I originally got here and I was like this place sucks. I hate this assignment. This place is the worst planet ever. And then finally, when he hit about twenty, someone rubbed his dick and he was like, oh, I get it. Oh, I understand now. Maybe this place isn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> so you're saying life is worth living if someone rubs your dick or your pussy? You know, I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to rule anyone out. Yeah, yeah. Wait, come on. You know, Jeff Ely. Oh, what? Jeff Healy's the guy, the guy in the band in Roadhouse. Shut up! <laughs> oh, Jesus. His band's great. Anyway, Wait, is, that the bl- is that the blind guy? Yeah. Who knows cool. when Patrick Swayze walked into a room by smelling him? So, <laughs> the day of the earth still <laughs> opens up. It's 1928, and it's Keanu, and he's a mountain climber in a snowstorm with his actual beard. You think that's his real beard? Oh yeah, man. If you look at Keanu when he grows a beard, he has like this. He can't grow a full beard. He has like a. Like a goatee, then a slit down, and then a beard? That was not his real beard. Oh, it was totally his beard. It was so, so, so spirit gummed on. That was the second note I put in. I said, Keanu, real beard? You sure someone who was putting his stage beard on didn't just look at a picture of how he actually grows a beard and put the beard on like that? I want to believe that Keanu is deep in his roles. I want to say I also believe in Keanu's beard. that beard looked really fake. Oh, man. It was frozen. I told you that last night. (laughs) It was all the icicles. Yeah. It was fake snow on a fake beard. (sighs) Okay, now you've gone too far. I won't stomach it. All right. Let's just go back to this world that someone else created. So Keanu sees a floating orb in the ice of the mountain. And of course, like everyone who sees anything floating, they have to touch it. Yeah. Hit starts hitting it with his pickaxe. Yes. (laughs) 
Yeah, he, he does a fucking creep show on it. He like starts poking at it and cracks it open. Yeah, he pokes mm-hmm. it a few times and is like, well, I guess I'll just beat on it for a minute. He's like, Keanu, you dunderhead. <laughs> <laughs> he broke it. Now go on, get. It looks like he wakes up and there's like a burn in his fucking hand. So the aliens like burned his hand. And then I imagine he freezes to death after. No. Nah. Well, he just went back to his tent. You it was think only so? like 20 feet away. Yeah, I think he wandered off. He didn't mosey off too far away from his, his stomping ground. Okay. Well, the orb is gone <laughs> when he wakes up, and that's it for Keanu, because now we're in Josh's favorite place to be, present day. Present day. Yeah. The stupidest thing to put in a fucking title <laughs> sequence in your movie ever. And we're at Princeton University, Yeah. and Jennifer Connolly <laughs> is a professor of science. I thought that he couldn't get that out with a straight face. Nondes- nondescript science. <laughs> Some kind of biology we don't know. Uh, Thio... Bacillus or something? She's talking about bacteria. That's the name of a bacteria. She's like, which one will survive on the sulfurous environment of Titan? Oh. Or some, and then she's like, I think it was and why? That's your homework for the weekend. And then send someone raise their hand and be like, that's it? Because that will take me about five minutes to Google. It's 2008, Josh. There was no Google. There was. <laughs> no one had a computer in that classroom. And then, and then we get to know Dr. Benson a bit. She's got a kid. She sure does. His dad's dead. He died like last year. He was an army guy, science army guy. Army engineer. Yeah, he was an engineer. He built houses. And she's stuck with that kid now because the kid's mom also died hella Childbirth. days ago. Oh, probably a long time ago. Chopper. Yeah. They say it. Chopper? And he's playing Warcraft terribly. Badly, really badly. But she gets a call immediately and they're like, hey, we're here. And she's like, who's here? So I dig that kind of shit. Yeah, it was cool. Like the scenes in movies when like people just kind of sitting on their chair and all of a sudden they get like a helicopter lands in the backyard and is like, we need you. It's like, what's going on? Like, we'll tell you when we get there. Like, and they shut down the highways and shit. So uh, it's, I, I got to go. Intense. I got to go, honey. Uh, a movie trope is landing on my fucking front lawn. <laughs> we need you. Why? We don't. No. Well, that guy doesn't know because he's not in the inn, man. Because he's not high clearance enough? Yeah. He was like, it was like they all SWAT team styled and like fucking took her in there. And then it's a matter of national security, Josh. So you don't get to know. No. But uh, actually at this part, I was, I was interested. I wanted to know. And I like that they assembled like uh, the masters of each field of like science study. Like, yeah. I'm astrophysicist. I'm a mathematician. Yeah, because they all end up getting onto this truck and they start asking each other, you know, Dr. Benson's like, I'm a scientist. And this guy's like, I'm an engineer. <laughs> there are other types of scientists. I'm a bloop-de-bloop. <laughs> I do I enjoy your voices for every character, by the way. I'm a scientist. <laughs> but there was the guy that's sitting next to her and he's like, whatever it is. It's not a game. <laughs> All right, buddy. Put your dick back in your pants. Great. Congratulations. <laughs> like, what if it is a game? Yeah. Maybe he's just the one guy that has to be like, I've oh. done this before. <laughs> Idiots. I was doing war games before they were hip. Mm-hmm. So they take them to see John Hamm, <laughs> who tells them that there is a fucking spacecraft shooting through space. Well, and... I think it's an asteroid or something. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. But there's no stopping it. And it's it's changing angles. Yep. And in 78 hours, it'll impact the Earth. No. No. One 78 minutes. hour and 30 minutes. That's why I even made a joke when she said it. Yeah. And she's like, how long do we have? I made a joke where I was like, ooh, an hour. And then he says, next thing he says, we have an hour and 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, cool. Glad th- good, good thing you gathered the world's experts now that it's far too late. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think that's what he was trying yeah. to explain too, right? He was like, well, it's going like this and we tried to shoot at it. But then, no, so it's yeah. coming. And, and the one scientist was like, dude, what are we going to fucking do? This is all theater. Yeah, but his reasoning was stupid. And, yeah. they, they said how big it is. And then he's like, it will vaporize the earth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, it won't. It will blow up that city. 
Good riddance. And the rest of the earth will be but fine. I, but I think the but the, the speed of the impact also affects like and they said it was slowing down. <laughs> Well, that was until like the very end, when, right before they thought it was going to hit. It's like slowed down, yeah. right above yeah. a cloud line or whatever. I don't know. So they don't have much time, and here it comes. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yep, and they say it's slowing down, so it lands, and it's a big one of those orbs that Keanu saw earlier that burned his hand. <laughs> <laughs> the scientists all get in their hazmat suits, and they're going to check it out. Yeah. And then the fucking military shows up, and you can hear by the music that they're going to fuck something up. It's like, okay, they're here to shoot at it. All right, guys, enjoy your guns. And also, what the fuck do they think they're going to do about it anyway? Like, yeah. what are you going to shoot at that? The hubris. <laughs> the hubris. Yeah, your fucking bullets. Yeah. Great. All right, way to go. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. So I guess it opens because it gets really quiet, like totally quiet. It's actually kind of cool up to yeah. this scene. Yeah, and it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. This fucking thing comes out and reaches his hand out and Jennifer Connelly reaches her hand out and they're like going to shake hands and then someone fucking accidentally or got trigger happy and shot it and blood just splurts yeah. all over her hazmat suit. Yeah, fucked even up. everyone was saying, hold your fire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dude. Yeah, it was fucked up. In the original movie, the alien like pulls something out of his pocket and points it. So then they shoot him because yeah. they think it's a gun. But in this one, they literally, he's shaking her hand. He's like giving her, he's like handing her candy or like a flower. <laughs> it felt peaceful. Like I did not feel threatened. No. Yeah. And another thing is like, they've been apparently studying us for a long time. Yeah. And they... also, so you know that those things are pointing at you are weapons. And but... you know that they like to shoot things. Yeah. But that's maybe... also not a good sign for us either. Yeah, but maybe put like... A force field around yourself or prevent yourself from being shot in some way. Because you can easily yeah. do it. A I robot mean, had no problem doing it. Did they, yeah, I mean, I guess the idea of landing in New York was because that's where the United Nations was, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a meeting. There's a meeting going on. Yeah. But remember what Nellie from The Office says? She's like, all my friends told me if I moved to America, I would be murdered. Yeah. And I bet that's exactly what everyone told him. They're like, dude, you go down there, you're going to be murdered. And instantly <laughs> he gets off and he's murdered. Like right off the bus. <laughs> Should just put on a fucking spaceship vest, bulletproof vest. I think he's giving us the benefit of the doubt. I would hope so. (laughs) Just build yourself. I don't know. It's Mm. irritating. But yeah, he should have known better. A little bit better. It's like if you went back in time nowadays with like all the like most sophisticated technology and someone just threw a rock at you and it hit you in the head real good. Yeah. (laughs) They might though. Like, oh, which? Someone who only has rocks may throw a rock at you. Yeah, but if I went back in time right now, I'd have many ways to prevent a rock from hitting me in the head. You think if you went to Hobbiton, those hobbits wouldn't just start fucking chucking rocks at it? Like filleting you? No, even farther back than that that's not a good analogy farther like to caveman times they would throw a rock at me and it would bounce off my technology my helmet <laughs> your, would go, your technology my force fields <laughs> yeah to them it would be and like so to them that would be like a force field and the aliens would in this would have something equivalent to that but even higher tech hmm. like it would just go boink off his force field well instead Beep. of having a force field he has a robot <laughs> he has a robot, robot. That- yeah so this is how much of a jackass he is. He has a robot that just goes on a kill crazy rampage the second he's dead. So not only is he not wearing any kind of protection and walking in front of a whole fucking field full of people with guns on him, he has a murder robot behind him. What a dick. Well, and the robot looks like the original one. Yeah. like But shittier and worse. Yeah. And, yeah. It kind of does look worse, actually. <laughs> Dirty was, and worse. I was kind of like, really, guys? And I know it was 2008. Fucking... I mean, granted, like the 50s one looks like a cheesy 1950s robot, but at least it was real. Yeah. It but was that's... something that was actually there, I would yeah. say. 
And that's something you can make a small model of. Yeah. So why'd have to be 28 feet as opposed to just eight? <laughs> yeah. And then when it comes out, it doesn't zap anyone or anything. It just does this high-pitched frequency and everyone's like holding their ears. And then well, Keanu says like... Katu Vrata Nikto. Nikto. That's also how you activate the Negronomicon. Yeah, that's... off. Yeah. Katu Vrata It's very interesting. Yeah, I noticed that too. And I was like, what the fuck? But he makes him stop basically by saying... It's the... Kill command in the original, or yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the, the or shut off, the command. deactivate code, or whatever. Yeah, he yeah. tells the lady to use it. Yeah, yeah. I like that, though, but his name is Klaatu, right? Yeah, that's like when you make your internet password like your name and your birthday. <laughs> Maybe that's what no, so, the person's IT robot, guy made it. You state your identity and then you give it the command. So Varata Niktu is stopped. <laughs> Klaatu, so stop. Like, no, it'd be like Joshua Mayfield. Halt action. You identify yourself to your robot and you, then you tell it what to do. Hmm. You better start making robots. So the alien basically is laying on the ground. They're like, oh, let's keep it. <laughs> so they take it to the ar- the army hospital and it has like the skin on it. The surgery scene looked pretty cool. It was a placenta, right? Or whatever. Yeah, it was like a placenta suit. And essentially he was growing to be a human in there and the skin slides off the body. The yeah. scientist is really confused, but it's really quickly just sliding off and it's obviously a person. Underneath. It's clearly yeah. a spacesuit. If you've seen or read any science fiction, you would, he would have made it like, oh, it's a spacesuit. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fucking gross, dude. I was like, ugh. Skin suit, barf. Yeah, and they all seem real <laughs> casual about dissecting or operating on this alien too. Yeah, well, that doctor, the doctor was actually kind of. He was like, "I'm sorry, I'm I'm quite taken aback right now." Well, because he cut it open and he's like, "Okay, it didn't explode. That's good. Yeah, no explosions." <laughs> I was like, "That was the only time in the movie I like laughed or had any emotion." Even up till now, it's all pretty interesting. I was interested. Yeah, like the X Files aliens, like blood was like chlorine gas or something. This, like you this, started like if you breathe it, you'd die. This movie had a lot of X Filesy feel. I felt like too in in general. But anyway, when all the skin falls off, it's like a fucking gross like rat baby human, <laughs> fucking, and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah, and then John John Hamm's like, "Can you explain any of this?" And Jennifer Connelly's like, "Nope, nah." But Josh could. Yeah. yeah, it's a spacesuit. Done. <laughs> and yeah, and then we talked about fire in the sky. Because <laughs> if they had just seen fire in the sky, they would know because he went, spacesuits. Mm-hmm. spacesuits. <laughs> so they end up going, let's evacuate New York. And we meet the Secretary of State, Kathy Bates. And apparently the Secretary of State is in charge of the entire operation. Why the fuck didn't they just make her the president? And what was the president and vice president yeah, doing? I, I was super that confused was, by that. That was more pressing. Yeah, just because they were hiding yeah. in different facilities doesn't mean that they still can't like be in control. Sorry, I know it's the end of the world, but I have this appointment yeah. with Putin. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would be more important than a fucking alien landing well, in your I guess place? they were trying to establish that like the president and the vice president were safe somewhere else. So if everything yeah. go, does go shitty, they can step up. Yeah, but fuck that. Go down with your ship. Do they not have fucking phones and like fax machines? They could have kept them up to date on everything. Well, you don't send the B team first. You send the A team right? and the B yeah. team picks up if they don't work. Yeah. Right? But also make Kathy Bates the president. Yeah. Why not? You know what I mean? Like she's right there. Just she already to, has the suit for it. And like this movie's silly anyway. Why do we have to pretend that we're actually saving the president? And right. also if someone asks to talk to the fucking president and they say they're going to fucking hurt the world, fucking get the president. Yeah. yeah like, well, shit. All right. I mean, hold on one minute. He's right over here. No, he can't come. Well, when can he come? Like when he's like, he's like talking to him. He's like, I need to speak to all your world leaders are meeting here. I need to talk to him. She's like, we can't do that. I would just be like, well, okay, let me activate the death rays then. Like, what the fuck do you think this is? Yeah. I'm going to destroy this world. Yeah. Like, do you understand what's happening here? 
I don't think he did a good job of communicating his intentions. No. I think if he would have explained himself better, she might have been more willing Which, to talk. I think at like, that point, though, he he didn't really care planet. about us. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe you should have sent a less shitty ambassador then if you're the fucking aliens. Yeah, and he still kind of sucked. cared because he met with, um, you know, Lo, uh, what is it? The guy from Big Trouble Little China. Lopan. Yeah, he met with Lopan, so he was still kind of getting a report. Mr. Wu. He was like, it wasn't like he, he went there and was like, all right, I'm here to destroy everything. He's like, all right, should I destroy it? What do you think? Yeah. So he was still swayable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, the fucking doctor from X-Files, and he's a doctor literally in everything, yeah. tells Kathy Bates, it's human. It got DNA from another fucking source. Um, and then Keanu like wakes up. It's Keanu, you know, and he's like, "This body will take some getting used to." I know kung fu. <laughs> he does. Whoa! They make him take a lie detector test. So this part is also really weird. So you have an alien mm-hmm. and three guards guarding the scientist. Yeah. But like, no one's really watching him. No, they put him in a, like a big basement with one guy. Empty fucking room. Yeah. Yeah. And no camera or nothing. And even Kathy Bates is like, oh, there's I w- cameras. There's hell cameras. Yeah, I want him to be monitored oh, on the outside. Yeah, I want him to be monitored more closely because she's like he's gonna Christopher Columbus us or whatever uh, but they don't really like do much more no so they plan on giving him like a sedated I don't know they plan on sedating well, him I don't know they were gonna give him something that either sedated him and made him speak the truth like it was some kind of like a truth serum it, it was some kind of like you know classified chemical that yeah whatever He's like, we've already made it for you. And she's like, whatever. So she steals his sample that the doctor took of his fucking placenta. Placenta. (laughs) And then she steals saline solution. And instead of injecting him, you know, with the one they wanted, she does the saline and tells him to run because he's obviously not going to get like sleepy. (laughs) So they hook him up to a polygraph machine in this enormous room with one guy. Which should have been, like, surrounded by... Honestly, if there was, like, 30 guys just kind of circling around them, I would have been like, all right, that's cool. Yes! But instead, you leave the alien who came to Earth, mind you. That's pretty fucking advanced. And On the day the Earth stood still. And had a placenta suit. Like, I would have more people watching. It was just weird. Yeah, like... Hey, where's the alien? Oh, he's downstairs with Phil. Like, just them? Like, yeah. All right. But they seemed more suspicious of Dr. Benson. Yeah. Like they were like kind of well, like. Well, the way I explain that is the military dudes took her away, and then like the men in black wheeled off. Yeah. Well, you there. called that guy a vampire. Yeah, because he was clearly <laughs> yeah, because he came up and he was like, Doctor Benson, <laughs> we've prepared your sample for you. <laughs> like, why is he talking like that? And then he like slunk back into the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'm just gonna go grab the fake one, and he's like, I'll stop looking at you. Yeah. So he's asking the fucking guys asking Keanu these questions and he just kind of like looks at him because he's totally blank the whole time. And he's just like, well, I'm going to fuck up everything and blow your mind apart and then give me your suit. (laughs) So he steals his suit, but he didn't kill him, I guess. No, no. He He electrocuted him without killing him. He just used his nondescript alien powers, which are never fully explained. I think they're high frequency mind bullets. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. I was like, ah, mind bullets. It's telekinesis, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he can do it to basically everybody so he does it to all the like army guys and he escapes well because i think he's he's knocking them down through their walkie talkies right is that what sports right yeah yeah that's the idea their earpiece he he shows them like tapping his brain into all the cameras and technology and he just kind of like zaps their minds i think it can control technology Mm -hmm. is the impression i got because when the cop tried to pull him over he just he couldn't do anything really except throw the car at the guy yeah he couldn't like just make him fall over yeah. It's got to be electrical. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got to be. Well, now my favorite scene happens. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so he's at the train station, and you totally know he's not a regular human. He chooses the tuna 
sandwich. The train station tuna. <laughs> yeah, I know. All those options he picked the tuna. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's clearly an alien. You're clearly not from... <laughs> that's what the kid was thinking. You think he's weirded out because he, like... Uh, hey, mister! Like, just made the shit come out, but he was really like, someone actually ordered the tuna? Yeah, yeah he zapped it and fucking... Got... I wanted to be there and be like, don't take the tuna. Remember what happened to Fry? Like, <laughs> he'll be, Well, he'll be smart, though. He's got smart worms. Yeah, so he eats it, and there's also this other... <laughs> Nonsense going on around him. <laughs> So this guy's stealing this other guy's, like, I, train I, ticket, but then apparently the guy has a heart attack. Yeah. And then the guy steals the ticket anyway, but Keanu's yeah. just, like, eating his... That's why I like the scene, because he, like, doesn't give a well, fuck what's going he's on. He's just observing. Yeah, because I think he's kind of already made his decision. Yes. He's like, okay, these people are pieces of shit. And then he sees them being pieces of shit, and he's like, yeah, man, I... I know. Well, there you go. Just mm-hmm. reaffirming what I already knew. They're insignificant at this point, and they're just like fucking unevolved animals. And and they're petty squabbles. Yeah, but then he goes to the bathroom and he freaks out and passes out because I think he got shot. No, because he ate the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Happens fast, man. What's in there? He, he ate a fucking train station tuna sandwich. <laughs> so, shitting his butt and throwing up and passing out. No, yeah, because it's because his bullet wound is all festered. Yeah. yeah. And then he finds Dr. Benson's number and then she goes and picks him up. So now they're together. They're on the move the together. Has, yeah. He has his, uh, she has his placenta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he rubs it on his wound. It disappears the wound, including the... Including the stitches. And the stitches gone. disappear, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if the stitches had just, like, fallen down his chest, I would have been like, dope. But no. That would have been cooler, but I don't think technology was there yet. You what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Two thousand eight CG just still didn't look right, right? No. Um. Well, what was the budget? I mean, this was eighty million budget. Eighty million for this? Wow. For the actual movie, or is that including like advertising and stuff? No, I, I think that's no. It's just at the film's budget, so. Well, the military (laughs) comes in and like I said, they decide they're going to attack the robot. The robot. And I call it a robot because it's like the old one. And that's how people talked back then. These guys are having the most intense drone flying I've ever seen in my life. Well, they were flying through Manhattan, man. Action cuts. And they're like, do it. We're going to do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the pipe. Firing. Taste it. And I'm like, you're flying a fucking remote control airplane. Calm the fuck down. Have you ever seen that people actually fly these videos? They're like, everyone's super calm. Because you don't want to accidentally fly your drone into a skyscraper and kill a whole building where the people... I dropped the bomb. Okay, I'm off now. Yeah, it's like firing. Target fired. Target hit. Returning to base. Like, (laughs) (laughs) there's no whatever that scene was. That scene was stupid. I don't even know why they did that. And then they just zap the lasers at him and they crash. And then he... Flies him in the tank. Yeah, he like kills two things at once. Just to be a dick. Whoa. He could have just made him crash, but he's like, I'm just going to blow up some of their little tanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to teach him a little bit of a lesson. Yeah, so, and then the fucking army guy's like, anyone got any other ideas? <laughs> and I was like, let's pile dynamite around it. <laughs> like, that was that was your one plan? Yeah, they had only one idea, and they fucking went with it. There was no fucking round table. This guy seems like the secretary of state of the army. You know what I mean? He's, like, <laughs> supposed to be someone else. Oh, I shot bullets at it. That didn't work. <laughs> I mean, like, let's shoot it in space. Yeah. Yeah. So the car ride is getting a little tense with Keanu, Dr. Benson, and fucking Jacob. And uh, Jacob is geez. just kind of being a fucker yeah, about shit. Yeah, a little fucker the whole movie. Dr. Benson's driving. He's like, you shouldn't run. You should stay and fight. That's what my dad would do. My dad would have killed him. Like, you don't know what you're fucking... Dude, you're like eight. Yeah. Your dad died when you were like seven. So you don't know shit. It sucks that kids don't know that no matter how smart they are, they are stupid. <laughs> it's because she doesn't hit him enough. <laughs> I feel like Jennifer Connelly came so close to saying that like, Every time she talked to him in the movie, yeah. she's like, you're a fucking kid. She coddled him because he, his dad died last year, but still, he's a fucking turd. And then- Don't coddle the boy. <laughs> and they drive up and Keanu's like, stop here. 
And it's like, they're at McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> For some reason, it's always funny when an alien goes to McDonald's in movies. <laughs> like, they always throw that in. And, you know, I bet. Why people... did they decide to meet there? Because McDonald's paid them yeah. to. Well, I was but, wondering uh... <laughs> if it was one of the most Earth things to do. Yeah. yeah like, he heard from saying. his friends. I mean, it, it, <laughs> you got to get a Big Mac. If you're going to Earth, you got to get a Big Mac. <laughs> Before you wipe them out, you gotta get a Big Mac. They're terrible for you, but they're delicious. Promise me. Promise me you're gonna get a Big Mac. Grab one. So, this is an alien meeting at McDonald's. (laughs) Klaatu is meeting up with Lopan, who is Mr. Wu in this movie, and he's an undercover ET living... He's like the long-term observer. Yeah, Yeah, he's been here over 70 years. You can see he's an old man now. He has a grandson. He has a son or whatever. Yeah, and she's like, are you one of them? And he was like, what? One of what? I mean, kind of. Like, are you being fucking racist? (laughs) Kind of fucking what? A Chinese guy? Yeah. Like, that's what I would have thought, because he's not an alien. No. Well, I mean, the aliens are just, it's just their consciousness. It's a human shell. (laughs) No, like, they're still human DNA and a human Mm -hmm. structure. It's just their consciousness is the aliens. Which makes me wonder, like, he's like, if you stay... You'll die. I'm like, will he? Because I don't. Where is he? Is he floating in a pod somewhere? And like, no, he's in there. That's that's what the placenta suit did. Is it? It was basically like creating a body. So he was like born in there. He's an alien in a human body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. But where does the actual intelligence of that alien come from? Oh, the alien. Well, not in there. he could go back home and live and get back into his old alien body, but he wanted to stay. So, like, they just, they, they jump consciousness? Like, they take your consciousness and download into a human? You don't, yeah, you don't understand yes. what I'm saying. Like, is he actually there, or is he just connected he to He is it, actually like, there. remote? Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Like, is he operating He the is human? actually there, because that's why they told him he would die. Yeah, because, like, yeah. after the planet gets wiped out, is he just going to wake up in, no. like, a pod on... He has to leave <laughs> Beta seven six three eight and just be like... <laughs> yeah, because Keanu's basically talking to him, and is like, I'm going to take you back, too, you know? what i mean he's like i don't want to go back even though he says that the humans are destructive and they'll never change and they're fucking monsters but man i fucking love them yeah he said you know human life is hard but he feels really lucky to live it and like and i would have fired the scout at this point because his report was they're awful they're terrible and it's like all right we're gonna blow them up he's like no but they're cool they're cool too they're good as well Okay, so I should so I should not kill him. He's like, no, no, totally kill him. But that doesn't make them not destructive because been like, some of them love Thanks, shit. Thanks, Steve the Alien, for the exact contradictory <laughs> answers to each other. Klaatu's like, is that your official report? Yeah. It should have been like, hey, yes, they are horrible, but we can help. Right. Them. Like, all right, cool, let's do it. Right. I, it seemed like both of them weren't using their entire brains. <laughs> and this is the guy that Josh said finally had his penis rubbed and now he likes Earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think he was saying that like human life is hard, but that's also what makes it worth living too because like all the good shit's way more sweet, right? Yeah, but we're, when we're weighing the cosmic numbers of yes or no, you, you can't be fucking vague like that. You gotta be like, will they destroy the Earth? Can they be fixed? Do you remember Invader Zim? No. Yes. They send Zim to Earth because he's the idiot one. Yeah. (laughs) So I wonder... And Earth is a worthless planet that they don't want anyways. I wonder if he's the Zim. (laughs) And he's like, I still have to check in with him. It's a legal matter. Oh, 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 Woo was win. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Woo. Um... But the plans are set here. Uh, Earth is going to die, and Mr. Wu's going to stay, and he's going to fucking die. Uh, so many problems with this. Maybe he's just tired. Earth Why life can't is they hard. just fix the environment? They literally have the technology to do it. They don't want to. Why? Well, yeah, but like, it's it's like, why are we going to keep doing this if you're just going to keep fucking it up? We should just yeah. kill you and then put a better species here, and then That's we'll let a... them. I think it's also like it's it's close. The Earth is close to getting fucked up. You said it's past the tipping point. Yeah. We have the yeah. technology to fix that easily overnight. But we're not going to do it. Yeah. Instead, we're going to wipe out one of the very few 
few small amount of intelligent species on the planet for reasons that are poorly explained. I Fuck mean, them. I would have done that too, though. I would have been like, yeah, this Earth is pretty dope, but y'all kind of ruin it. So I'm just going to give her to you, and then we have this awesome Earth that we can, you know, do whatever we want with. And he wasn't for sure yet. He literally was like, let me talk to your leaders, and they're like, no. And he's no, like, cool. Well, you're going to die. That's not it, then, because that what you just said, Mark, is just an invasion story. And yeah. they would have just done that and be over with it. Yeah. These guys clearly didn't want to live on Earth. They just wanted to preserve what was on there. Hmm. And wiping out the only intelligent species on it is asinine. Well, maybe because the animals are doing more. Yeah. But then then it's weird because if they take all the animals, are they going to put them back and see what else evolves? Like maybe the next species that evolves will be better? Mm -hmm. Or are they going to like, all right, well, hey, it's a a planet. So let's let's put the uh, flip-flops on there and then they can have it now. You never know. No. You never know what they're going to do. They can no. fucking make it a mall. I had lots of problems with all, the, all this bullshit fucking philosophizing they did. Made no fucking sense to me. An interspace highway. I, well, that, the, that makes more sense to me. That in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy makes more fucking sense to me than the shit in this movie. But I think that's the problem with making a remake, right? Is you're right. like stuck to the fucking story of that. And like they should have just made their own movie and then they could have changed so much more. Yeah, like yeah. It Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like, well, the hyperspace freeway is going through here and your planet's in the way. So <laughs> Sorry. you're insignificant. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> Bring a towel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring a towel. <laughs> it's like, well, you should have moved. We gave you fucking 20 million years warning. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so after McDonald's, after the Big Mac, uh, Klaatu goes to the X Files like, woods. Like, great. eating some nuggets (laughs) Uh, he goes to the woods and it's like the only time that like anyone's asking any questions because Jacob's like wait where are we taking him she's like here he's like the fucking woods I like they've been in the car for hours and the kid is finally like sweet who's this guy are you gonna fuck him yeah he's super like concerned that they're gonna do it and he wants to be his alien fake dad I'm your new dad yeah Whoa, Klaatu. <laughs> I'm your new dad, Ted. But uh, Klaatu goes to this pond and, like, rises another one of those balls out of the fucking pond, and he touches it, and then all the animals start going to what Josh was upset about being an ark. Yeah. is basically those those are little arcs, and they're going to hold the animals until the earth is done dying, and then they'll put them back. Um, Which I still don't understand. Well, animals make a... the world fucking go. Yeah, around. no, I know. I, I get what animals do for the world. I don't understand why they needed the pots <laughs> because the animal machines were oh. they were eating everything human or made by humans, but nothing. Maybe because they had the same thing that they were going for inside. They could have specified the machines like kill humans and this. They went by trees and shit. You don't do the budgetary. I do, and there's no room for that. <laughs> and the thing is, I can't just put a tree inside the pod because that will just kill the tree. And they weren't doing that anyways. Yeah. So, okay, so let's just make the nanites not kill trees. Like, oh, cool. Way to go, man. This is why we pay you the big bucks. Maybe they forgot. And they're like, why don't we just program just human DNA? And Maybe them. someone got fired for that. Oh, like, Klaatu's, <laughs> like, buddy. And I was like, like, okay. I mean, I'm going to skip to the end, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he has up the pond. Mosquitoes and frogs and shit are flying. Well, in and and you see all over the world at this point. There's a bunch of fucking pods that are taking different animals. Um, like you're in the shitty CG desert. The, the CG desert with the crappiest CG snake starts slithering towards it. I'm like, yeah. why don't you just use a real snake? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not so, expensive, dude. Do you need a snake? I got a snake right here. I can just fucking throw him on the ground for two seconds. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay, so the same the same problems that happened with the Noah Ark story start happening to me with here. I'm like, well, the scorpions and the snake are both going into the same pod. No, but I think what happens when the snake starts biting the scorpion and the scorpion starts stinging the snake? I think you're just like, well, I don't think it's like a bucket that they're all just kind of hanging out in. I think I think that they're yeah, they're like suspended yeah. and no, sleeping. It clearly was a bucket because when they were burning that one, there were just squid swimming fucking around. No, but 
But I think they were floating. Just no, they like, were swimming around. They were literally swimming around. I think they were cry. They, they were floating around in cryogenic goo. I was kind of like, okay, Mark. we're here now. Anyway, so a, <laughs> no, we're gonna get to the fucking bottom of this. <laughs> so Doctor Benson's like, hey, he's so what the fuck are you doing? Or you came to save us? And he was like, no, I came to save the Earth. And she's like, you came to save the Earth from us. And so, and then she's like, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically like, I'll take you to our real world leaders. But then this cop shows up, a single lone One dude cop. In the middle of the forest. Yeah, because at this point they're like advertising on the news that this guy's a runaway convict. And so if you so the the cop doesn't know he's more than a convict, but I would have definitely called for backup. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he the cop is like in between the two cars and he uses his mind and smashes them in between and he's like, Don't worry, it won't hurt. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was a very fuck. convoluted plan. Like, I want to kill him and then heal him and then we can go. I, I was shocked. Just, uh, I wasn't quite sure how fragile human, being, human beings were. Mm. You know, like like when a kid throws a rock at a squirrel and they don't think it's going to kill the squirrel, but fucks the squirrel up and it's dead. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh fuck. Really I did. Fragile. Yeah, dude. One, <laughs> Maybe once he did that. My cousin took this frog and she kept throwing it on the ceiling and it was sticking and she was like laughing and thought it was funny and I was just like ah, ah. and then like f- when it finally it came down and didn't move again and like we both freaked out and then we buried it <laughs> yeah he was probably just like ooh okay maybe that was a little little too hard here that, yeah. that kind of broke him alright yeah. let's uh, let's put this guy yeah. back together put the arm back on <laughs> he's like huh <laughs> yeah anyway he brings him back to life with the car battery and he was apparently just in the way. Uh, yeah, it was a weird plan, Mark. I mean, it's interesting because, like, he is going to kill everybody, right? So, but then he's also not a dick. Well, that's what she's like. You're going to kill all of us and you saved him? He was like, yeah. <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she takes him to meet the smartest man on earth, who's John Cleese. And Klaatu does the classic, like, walk in, up, oh, I see your fucking equation. Yeah. I'm erasing it and fixing yeah, it. Yeah, I hate yeah. that shit. Well, that was in the original movie, too, so. Such a dick move. You even fucking, like, know, Rick right? and Morty make fun of that when the other Rick shows up and they're like, hey, here's, there it is. Like, <laughs> it's like, fuck off. <laughs> but John Cleese is, like, basically trying to get him to save the Earth because he's like, well, what brought you to where you are? And he's like, our son was dying. And he's like, so only at the brink of your destruction did you all change. At the precipice. At the precipice. <laughs> uh, at- yeah, and then... Klaatu was like, oh, huh. that extremely basic and obvious logic that a high school student could have figured out convinced me. But I think he had already had prejudgments, right? I don't know. You know, he was ready to kill these spiders. <laughs> you know it's a spider, you're going to kill it. You're not going to ask what yeah. kind. Like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what is that? I actually keep daddy long legs alive because oh. I know they'll eat mosquitoes. Like in a jar? Or you just like let them be? No, I let them be until Paul says there's either too many or it got too big. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Fucking Jacob is there too, and he's a yeah. fucking cop yeah, caller. Snitch, yeah. fuck. <laughs> he called the cops. I'm fucking Klaatu, man. And then they're running in the woods. He's like, over here. Ooh. Help me. Yeah, and the mom's like, what are you fucking doing, dude? Like, what is wrong with you? You fucking called the cops? Like, dude, what, do you not know what we're doing right now? Yeah. And as she's wagging her finger at him, a fucking cop like jumps out of Spider Man cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, and he grabs her around the waist and flies back up. And then Keanu goes, yeah, Jacob. You killed your mom. You, you Good did job. this. No, because like here's what I thought happened. Because then they try to like mini get him to death. Yeah. Uh, Klaatu kills two yeah, of the crashes three. the fucking helicopters into each other. He clearly kills them. Yeah, in front of Jacob's. And I thought I thought hers. I thought she was in one of them. And he just like oh. turns around and looks at Jacob and is like, Yeah, yeah. You see that kid? You did that. <laughs> you did that. You killed your mom. 
<laughs> you're next. He definitely killed those guys and didn't bring them back to life. No, fuck those guys. They're no. going to minigun him. Yeah. He's self-defense. You could see that he like, like he could see the lasers that were pointed at him because right. he like yeah. pointed his hands out and was like, oh, they're about to fucking machine gun me to death. Yeah. Better smash them into each other. So do lasers work like that? Like, So the lasers were on his hand, right? And then he like opens his hands up, but then the lasers move with his hand. I think oh, his hands attracted him. the lasers. Oh, he was controlling it. Yeah. So he pulled them to his hands, and that's why he when he was moving his hands back and forth, the lasers were also moving because he was like moving them. Because he was like, are they pointing weapons at me? And he's like, oh, they sure are. He okay. literally can control anything that's like electrical, man-made, technology-wise. And the thing that happens that happens sometime is that scene is happening right now as I'm watching it, as we're talking about it. My favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just Klaatu and fucking Jacob at this point, which sucks for Klaatu. It sucks for the movie, actually, because Klaatu doesn't say anything and Jacob is just like, it sucks for us. Jacob's running and is like, stop. And then, like, you can see Keanu's like, I'm not even fucking following you. Like, I'm yeah. walking past you. And then he has to save him. And then the kid ends up like, can you take me home? So he's like, <laughs> it would have great if he was just like, no. no. <laughs> but also, that means the military guys took the mom and left her son in the middle of the woods. Well, they're about to shoot, like, missiles at them, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, though, she's more important than the kid. That's, she's not, like, that's a like a world... pretty big no-no, though. Yeah. I mean, if it was in, like, an alien invasion world-saving scenario, if I could save the kid or the brilliant scientist mom, I'm saving the brilliant scientist yeah. mom. Yeah, sorry. Way more useful, yeah. Wait, yeah, <laughs> this kid is, he's a piece of shit. Because, yeah. yeah, that's what the helicopter guy was saying as he was picking his mom up. It's like, you gotta stay here, narc bitch. <laughs> 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 Fucking snitch, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so even though Keanu has only known this kid for a moment, he totally reads him and is like, you're afraid of being left alone. And the kid's like, shut up. You're an idiot. You don't know stuff, robot. He's actually, and I was like, I'm actually the smartest person in the world. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. I know everything about everything. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Then we flash back over and the military has finally made a plan. They're going to scoop up the robot. There was that scene when like the guy walks into the uh, office with the robot and the robot kind of follows him across the room. With his eye. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. But I was just wondering if it was one of those photo things where you look at like a painting. And oh, like it, like it always looks like it's following you. <laughs> no, it was actually following him. Oh. It's like fucking a three feet wide circle. <laughs> well, they realize they're unable to like penetrate it, open it. Yeah. It broke their super drill. Yeah. Their diamond drill. Yeah. And so the guy who's being followed by the laser eyeball of the robot is like, build another drill and drill it again. I'm like, why are you trying the same thing that you just tried? Yeah. That broke your drill. Right. Let's try a laser. Right. <laughs> Let's, um, Let's so put ants on it. See what it does to ants. There's a science guy that goes in there with a hazmat suit, and then all of a sudden you see like there's little like nano buddies <laughs> um, on the broken super drill, and they Which are look like earth bugs. Yeah. Well, they're, they're duplicating super, really quick. Yeah, they're replicating each other, and but I'm super confused by the way they look. Locusts. I really hated the way they looked, actually. Yeah. So I was expecting like. Tiny little robots, you know? Like, uh, like, like four legs that kind of like... Well, the apocalypse around. is supposed to have swarms of locusts. Like, you know, like the oh. nanites in um, Mystery Science Theater. Mm -hmm. I expected something like that. Mm -hmm. Less goofy, of course. Yeah. But then they... Like a box with spider legs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then they have like these weird winged insects, and then they have like these creepy like like monster teeth. Maybe them. they found they were the most aerodynamic. I guess. <laughs> Nature perfected the design. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the silver insects, you can barely see them, but they're eating away everything. So the robots, like, restraints and shit are melting. Uh, the fucking, like, hazmat suit guy is fucking dead. 
it, <laughs> so they blast him with fire in this room, and apparently they only had enough fuel for one blast, and it does nothing. So everyone's now locked inside as the fucking bugs start to eat through the glass, and yeah. then but then yeah, then Gort is entirely made up of nanobites. Yeah, and then that's what they're doing is those bugs are just fucking literally like melting away everything I they touch. I don't like the robot either. You didn't. <laughs> Okay, so when I see science fiction movies, I like homogeny in the alien technology. Okay. So I hated that their spaceships were these weird, like, energy-based spheres. Mm-hmm. His spacesuit was this organic fucking thing, and then the <laughs> robot is made of a bunch of nanobites. Like, all across the board. So they have, like, three wildly different forms of technology. Hmm. Like, I would like it to be all, like, organic, bioorganic all like, energy-based, or all, everything was nanobites. Well, he is from a federation now, of alien guess, races. Yeah, so I, that's the one way. That's how I kind of explain it to myself. Is like he was like, I represent several different species. Yeah, my spacesuit is from Saturn. My ship is from Neptune. Mm-hmm. No, well, I mean, it's like the best of everybody. But so I'm like thinking, okay, so maybe yeah, maybe he is using a wide collection. of You're not going out there without using my bug design. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> all right, Frank. You guys didn't use anything of mine. <laughs> you use fucking Phil's globe, you bull. <laughs> the robot is from a species of insects who specialize in nanotechnology. Yeah. My spacesuit's made by the Gloop Glops, who are like. It's like a potluck. people. Who love placenta. Make everything organically. Hey, can you guys make something that's not placenta-based, maybe? That'd be kind of great. Yeah. <laughs> the, We're the placenta planet. The glowy <laughs> spheres are there. They're my people. Everything in our planet is spherical and glows. Butterside down. <laughs> Always. <laughs> we were at war for four billion years, but now we all get along and help each other out. Thank God they came to a you know, But you know, if you really want to know, we were totally winning. <laughs> <laughs> So the bugs eat the entire, they just melt it. But apparently they can throw shit because they threw the fucking gate. Yeah, so they eat through everything else, yet they fucking hurl this gate at a tank for no reason. Oh, I think they just kind of hit it with such impact that when flying, I don't think they threw it, right? Why did they eat through it? Why does it melt? <laughs> why did why, why? I don't know. Yeah, it should just melt. It shouldn't throw so it. So they them. ate. Oh, they ate a semi truck in like two seconds. That would take them like a fucking huh. couple minutes to make it through that door, maybe. Yeah. Why did they? Yeah. What, wait. They can eat anything. So why did they eat the door? Yeah. That's yeah. The question I had. That's so funny. This door flies at the military, <laughs> and then they eat the door later as they're like yeah. flying away out. So they must have thought it would be funny. They're like, let's scare these fuckers. Oh, well, maybe they were still trying to build up like. Because they needed more energy to make themselves. Maybe they weren't there yet. And they do the smart thing. Yeah, but they the, shoot the, missiles. They make at themselves the out of the things they eat. <laughs> yeah. So they could have just made more by eating the door. <laughs> yeah, because they're shooting yeah. missiles at the swarm. But then the missiles are now becoming more. Swarm. Yeah, they're eating the weapons. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I said that even while it was happening. I'm like, that's the stupidest way to fight a swarm of things is to shoot into it. Yeah, and it eats a whole fucking semi truck and a dude and a football field. Yeah. <laughs> Some signs. Some fu- some, yeah, uh, just anything man-made or human, I guess, it seems like. Or a woman-made. Mm-hmm. Nope, just <laughs> Thank man-made. Thank you, person-made. That was being coming down the street, only thing standing still. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. <laughs> what a world. Uh, That's a, it's like the, it's like the uh, Masters of Horror movie where the, oh, yeah. the lady aliens just made all the men crazy to wipe out the human race. <laughs> but the opposite. And then came down and played with our dogs. <laughs> oh, they did like our dogs. Oh, dogs are pretty great. So Jacob... And Klaatu find this, Ugh. I know it, find this abandoned building and he calls his mom, Dr. Benson, and they're like, let's meet at Arlington Cemetery. Mm-hmm. That's where Jacob's dad is buried. He takes fucking Klaatu there and he's like, make this guy a 
alive like you did the other guy. And he's like, well. He's like, man, it doesn't work that way. And he's way, like, you're I'm, stupid. You're not dad as bones now. Yeah. I'm not a necromancer. Do you want me to make this rock into your dad too, kid? You're he fucking smacks him on the back dumb. of the head. Get out of he here. He should have brought his dad back to life, but had his dad be like, just like. <laughs> and then stabbed him in the like, brain. Kind of thing. Like, kill me. You know, like, hey, you wanted this. Fuck <laughs> off, Jacob. Have fun with your dad. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jacob's all pissed off that he won't do that. And he's like crying because he misses his dad. Uh, Helen shows up, they embrace, and then Klaatu like sees and he's like, I understand your differences now. <laughs> you know, he, he realized that the part that fucking <laughs> Lopan loved was that they do love. Like there are n- nice people that care about shit. There are some good. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's like every, any kind of movie like this where it's like, yeah, we are. They, we kill each other. We're horrible. We're like pieces of shit. We look bad on paper. But we, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like New York. You know, we're all fucking assholes, but at the end of the day, we get along. Hey. I'm walking here. (laughs) Is that right, Mark? That's it. That's that's personified my whole life growing up in New York. Uh, I guess somehow they all get back together, and John Hamm is driving Helen and Klaatu through the evacuated New York. Um, and they still have the kid, too. For some reason, they didn't leave him at the base. They, they were so close to John Cuisa's place, right? Weren't they still? Yeah. Like, just bring him there. Yeah, no, they totally were. Time is of the essence. Ugh. Yeah, so they need to get to the orb because apparently he could have shut it off at any fucking given point. That's what yeah. it seems like. Oh, but I, I do want to say, though, like in the cemetery, Jacob and Jennifer Connelly did have a nice like, hey, I'm sorry I've been an asshole this whole time. She's like, yeah, you have been and I get it. Mm-hmm. There's a point where he like calls her mom too because he gets scared. Oh yeah, like later on when they're in the bridge. Yeah, He's like mom. I'm like wow, okay. See, and I, I imagine it was all leading to that, right? But what what did that like that was not needed? Like what was that symbolizing? I don't understand. I mean, was he seeing how human beings can grow and love each other? Like, well, what? when Jacob and Keanu are in the back of the truck and they're driving to Arlington, apparently hitchhiked because no one knows how they got in there. Yeah. But. Jacob's like they didn't hitchhike. I told Remember those people were like in the world. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like drinking beer and just driving drunk. Uh, so they're just back there, and Jacob's kind of like, "Yeah, I told my mom that we should kill you," and he's like, "I know," and he's like, "But I, I don't want to do so that anymore." See, try, yeah. kid. He's like realizing that people can change their minds. People do love each other and stuff, and he's like, "All right, maybe I mm. am wrong and should change this." After maybe I overreacted just a bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, but. As they're driving there, for some reason, they allow them to drive to the orb when they're about to bomb it. No, that, that's why they let him drive through. There's bombing. a kid in there. Well, you cannot kill a civilian child with missiles. But I think that they think that if they kill Keanu, they'll stop it. Oh, maybe. Dude, fuck, I don't know. Well, I think that's why they were like, oh, they stopped following us. And I'm like, yeah, dude, because they were like. They killed John Hamm. Well, they were sacrifices. It's like save the world. Kill a kid, John Hamm, Jennifer Connelly. It's worth it. Yep. Um. I, here's another problem I have with this. Why did he have to go there to shut him off? He can control other technology just with his brain. Why not his own technology? Well, because our technology is dumb and easy. I think that technology is more complicated. So he actually has to be there to touch it. But it showed that he has like a mental link to technology. Maybe they don't want people clicking it off and on. Sending a signal is like no big deal, yeah. no matter how advanced. I think the it's because it already beca- began. Yeah, but he has to be touching it though. Like anything he does, he touches. Yeah. It's like he, even the phone cord. He's touching the car. He's touching the phone cord. He's touching mm-hmm. the I mean, I, walkie-talkie on the one guy. Yes, but I have, like, an iPhone that I can send a signal to, <laughs> to, like, something farther away. Yeah. If I'm bringing, like, d- literally a world-destroying device to a planet, 
I want some spell safe measures in that. I got like a control on my. He yeah. seems to have very limited control over that technology, and it seems like you'd want him to have a lot. Well, of I don't think he made that. it. Yeah. yeah, he's the face yeah, of the I'm company. Saying, like, he's the Roy Rogers. He's the uh, Colonel the Sanders. The ambassador should have a lot of control over that. Like, would have thought hmm. he should be able to shut it off whenever he wants. Like, oh, it's not shooting something that just kind of like because it seemed like even it just activated without him, anyways. Yeah, like the robot was like, you know what, time's up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't think the world-killing robot should fucking be that autonomous. Well, the bugs have been fucking New York up. Yeah. This is the apocalypse for them. So, like, if the bugs made it all the way to Central Park, they they destroyed half the city on their way there. Yeah. Well, the city was fucked when they zoomed That's out. Awesome. Yeah, so, because after they get out of the car, they start running, because the bugs are there. They're there, man. Yeah, they're there, and they're going to kill them. And then you see Jacob has blood coming out of his nose, and he's like, oh, they're inside him, tearing shit up. And then, and then you see that her nose starts bleeding, so now they're fucking up. So Kiana grabs both of their hands and absorbs their bugs. Which is dumb, because if he's going to deactivate all the bugs in a second anyway... Yeah, but they'd be dead by the time he got Because there. they're eating their organs. Oh, you think so? Oh, uh, got it. So yeah, okay. Remember how fast the dude died in the fucking chamber? Yeah. It's, it's pretty incredible that they didn't die faster, actually. But anyway, he like pulls all the bugs out. It's gross. And it looks like they all have fucking scabies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're way bigger all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, their size has been very inconsistent throughout the movie. They're microscopic, but now as they're coming out of them, they're like pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so he's like, I'm going to go stop this. I can only hold them off for so long. And he's like, because they eat him too. So there's a time limit. Do they? I wasn't aware. No, they were eating him. He's just like stronger than us, right? So he pushes his way and I thought they were just eating his clothes. No, they're eating him because his face starts to get all gross. Oh, does it? Yeah, and he puts his hand on it, and that's how he turned it on before. Again, so I don't want my technology to eat me as well because I don't want to be well, like- Well, he was supposed to be gone. Yeah, but again, I don't want it to be like- I guess that kind of makes you, sense. You can't plan a war correctly. He didn't expect to get in the car with the family and like. I mean, love I them. get it. Like, if they're eating all humans and he's technically made out of human DNA, yes. maybe I would have put like uh, an exception for my specific DNA. Well, I think that's why <laughs> like, it's lasting longer. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he was able to walk through them. No, and get I don't to the want. Arms. I don't want technology. Yeah. I'm slightly resistant to. I want them to make a fucking hole for me to walk to my spaceship. Well, when you have your own planet, <laughs> you will be able to make a. And you have a world killer. <laughs> a world killer. You you can program it however you but want. The, but the thing is, is that if he lets them live, it kills all their technology. So as soon as he touches like the orb, he doesn't even say fucking bye and he's gone. So he hits it. All the bugs die. They fall on the ground, but everything turns off. Even her fucking clockwork watch shuts down yeah. for some reason. Yeah, like, that makes no sense whatsoever. Which is not electrical at all. <laughs> yeah. The earth is standing still. Oh, it's clockwork technology. <laughs> No, I'm so I mean like in the in the original movie he did that to demonstrate their power. Yeah. Cuz he was like, "Look, you won't win any conflict with us. We'll fuck you up if you try to fight us." And he yeah. showed them that by shutting down the whole world for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Not just permanently fuck off see you guys later. I'm going home. No. <laughs> and then like fucking bails. <laughs> he didn't say bye. He said he said uh Katu Vrata Nikto no. in like his creepy robot voice as he beamed back into his ship. Yeah, but that doesn't mean bye Helen. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm almost <laughs> yeah, confused whether he just went back into a ship or if he was just dead. Because I also uh, no, I got I, the I, feeling I, he's that. Home. Uh, yeah, I think he we, I think he went back onto a ship. Did he? Because I got the impression that the nano machines vaporized him at the last second. Nah, he flew away. With the orb. I think he needs to report back in, right? He has to like go tell his people like, hey, all right, here's the deal. Boy, is he in fucking trouble. 
<laughs> so like, so let me get this straight. You activated the machines, but then you turned them off. Like, what the fuck's wrong? And with he's you? gonna be Stop like, "No, your shitty fucking robot turned on, <laughs> on its own when I wasn't even fucking there and almost ate me." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, oh, well." No, he turned like, it on. Who the? No, he didn't. He turned it on at the pond. No, he turned on the arc. Yeah. Oh, oh, you think that they're no. related? Like the arcs and the robots are related? Yeah. He turned it on. He said the process has begun. The process has begun. Oh, so once he activated the pods to rescue the animals, then Gort was like, all right, well, it's game time. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I get you. I get you. It started. Yeah. Huh. Wow. And then that's the movie. Goodbye, Keanu. <laughs> that, that was literally the movie. They show everyone's shit not working and they're like, all right, it's over. Yeah. Well, so a bunch of them are going to die. You can get your refunds in the lobby. Yeah. All the all the poor people will be dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Million, billions, billions will die. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no electricity. And then, Rich people, too. Rich people will be the first to die, actually. Yeah. And from this point, though, now, like, there's it's a world of no no energy, like, no, energy no machines, yeah. nothing. At this point, now, we have to become a better society. Well, I mean, imagine shit will get worse, and then we just rebuild and hopefully rebuild yeah. better. Um, At least we have the ability to rebuild. We know what we build. Because think, like... Yeah. The richest power comes from technology and money, and the money is all digital, and the digital money is gone. Yeah. So all of a sudden, gun. I'm assuming if the fucking watch doesn't work, I'm assuming shit like guns and stuff don't work too. Yeah. Even though that makes no fucking sense. You don't think it seems like it's going to turn to a Mad Max society? Like, yes. Flatu's going to come back in ten years and be like, "Wow, it's way worse." <laughs> well, I'm, no, I mean, I think they'd expect that. Like, yeah. but I think the idea is they'd kind of go into complete anarchy, shit would eventually settle down and reset, and then we'd rebuild. Yeah, but not the same way, though, because, I mean, like, the whole point of... No, it's the termite hive philosophy. Every time you knock it over, the termite hive goes into anarchy and chaos, but then they rebuild their hive, and it's stronger than last time, and eventually, if you keep knocking it over, you won't be able to knock it over anymore. Yeah. That's us. Yeah, and because now people know that, like, if we rebuild, like, assholes, then we're going to be done for. So we got to actually be a little bit smart about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what John Cleese was like, don't take this time from us. Like, you had your time to fix. He's like, let us rise to the occasion. Yeah. And also, he had a good point. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Go home. No one came when your son was dying and fucking wiped you guys out. Yeah. Like, well, this is natural. Your son was naturally dying. You have to die by it. So we're going to throw your planet into the sun. Yeah. All right, fuck you. All right, Krypton, get out of here. So you guys liked it then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was completely unnecessary. The f- I think the first one did a much better job of yeah. just telling essentially the same story. The, f- yeah. the first time I watched it, I did not like it. But the second time I watched it, I was like not comparing it to the first one really as much. And I yeah. really liked Keanu's take after all. I thought he was the wrong man for the job. But when I watched it the second time, I was like, no. He absolutely was. Like the character in the first one Perfect. actually seemed like an ambassador. Well, he, he was he, like, really charismatic. Yeah. He was charismatic. He knew about the culture. He knew about the race. And he was teaching them things. Yeah, and, and I felt like he was actually experiencing society, where I felt like Keanu was just like, yeah. yes. you know, outside of it the entire time. Everything he was there to kill. Everything you don't want in an ambassador. Super fucking cold, indifferent to the society, mm-hmm. indifferent to the culture, <laughs> his own self-superiority. Yeah. But I think like, that's where his planet has gotten to. Well, and but I'd be, I feel like he would have to be a little bit, like, cold mm-hmm. if he's going to have to make the hard decisions. You know, yep. if he's like a fucking pushover. I don't know. Like, why send someone at all if you're going to have that attitude? Just fucking do it. Just send a robot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't even need the fucking alien with well, it. Well, they didn't go there initially, like, going, you're going to die. He is supposed to see. He's checking in with Mr. Wu. Yeah. He's like, are we going to flip the switch or not? Yes, we are. All right. Also, why didn't you just tell us you were doing this? You should have yeah. came 100 years ago and be like, yo, we're looking at you. If you don't clean your shit up in 100 years, mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to be back and we're going to fucking clean house. Like, oh shit, okay, we'll get our shit together. Thank you. But we wouldn't. 
You don't think? No. I think if an alien came down, we absolutely would. I don't think so. What would Trump do right now if an alien fucking came down and said we had to stop mining for oil? No, they'd they'd shoot some missiles at it. They'd realize all the missiles were useless. The aliens would vaporize a few cities and be like, look, you guys, destroying you would be no fucking problem. He would come out and he'd be like, well, I just spoke to the aliens and we're now going to be worshiping them. Yeah. (laughs) So they gave me two bags of space gold. I would just like uh, (laughs) two bags of space gold. They're only worth what you think they're worth. I think if the aliens came here and like hijacked our TVs and were like broadcasting something across the world that was like, all right, you guys have 50 years to clean up. Just leave like detailed instructions in Mm -hmm. every fucking language on all, yeah, like everywhere. So everyone can find it. Everyone can read it. Like stop poisoning the planet. Stop being assholes. Stop, you know, getting. I don't know if we would, man. And maybe not at the speed that we'd need to. I think we would. Sorry, well, I'm Native in, American. In Watchmen, <laughs> that's basically what. Yeah, I was that's, just gonna say yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah. That's what Alexander was trying to accomplish. Was his name Alexander? What was his name? Osmodeus. Was it? Yeah. Osmodeus. Yeah, no, it was Osmodeus. Oh, okay. That's what he was trying to accomplish by with the the fake alien threat. When presented with an outside threat, people will unite. Yeah, like human beings come together to overcome overcome outside threats, and that's exactly what I think would happen. I, I, I hope we would. When that time inevitably comes, we don't know what we'll do, but hopefully. That means we'll just overthrow people off with their heads and fucking make shit happen. I personally think if this were actually reality, I don't think aliens would give a flying fuck what was happening on our planet. Like, oh, wow, they're destroying the planet. All right. We got like 800 million of them. So there's that redneck planet. (laughs) Here's what I was saying last night. So first off, I'm assuming they were traveling faster than the speed of light. They had fancy spaceships. So sci-fi movies never really comprehend how difficult that would actually be. So any any race that has the technology and can produce the amount of energy necessary to do that could literally just make their own planet with life on it. Huh. That shit would be trivial at that point to your race. Yeah. There'd be nothing special about her. Nothing at all. You don't think it would be like when Ripley sits in the thing and it's just a photo of like the trees? <laughs> a photo of No. It's like a, a video picture of trees I'm like she's sitting you, on to, a bench. To, <laughs> to punch a hole in space and time to push a, space, a spaceship through and have it come out somewhere else requires more energy than is present or ever has been present on our planet. I like that you, like, reference a deleted scene from Aliens. <laughs> is it deleted? Yeah, yeah that's when oh, she finds out that her daughter died of old age. Yeah. Yeah, that's deleted. That wasn't in the original, the main movie. Oh. Oh. They made uh, Space Travel quicker, so they deleted that scene. Because <laughs> they originally they were, like, originally they were traveling at the speed of light, so they were, all those trips took, like, hundreds of years, but then they got rid of all that lore. And they just said that they were going faster than the speed of light to make the shit, oh, the shit. timelines match up better. <laughs> Ludicrous speed? Because, <laughs> I mean, like, every time, every movie, it she skips ahead in the future by, like, a good chunk of time because she's, like, in cryospace. Yeah. As where if they were going the original speed that the, the they were saying they were going in the script, it mm-hmm. would be, like, hundreds, if not thousands of years yeah. between movies. You're, you're, we have some bad news for you. Your great-great-granddaughter died yesterday. I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, human beings are all <laughs> yeah. computers now. <laughs> All right. beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Uh, as far as like ratings and stuff go, I know the the first one's obviously like super high rated. Yeah. Uh, this one was more in the five yeah, out of ten. Of the road. I can see how it'd be middle of the road. Yeah. Any uh, trivia, Mark, in your in your nerdery? Eh, nothing really fun. Just uh, there was one funny thing that they got like this astronomer to come in and kind of punch up the script. Mm-hmm. And there's like this one line when like John Hamm is talking about how fast it's moving. It's like three to the 10th, that's seven meters per second or something bullshit like that. The scientist, the guy that had to punch up the script, he was like, yeah, we wouldn't say that. We would just say, hey, a big fucking rock is coming at us. So I was like, all right, that's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, he's like uh, like a regular person because we're people. Who is this guy they hired? Because I think a scientist would be like, 
it's going this fast and it's this big. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, like they would just show it on the screen and be like, so see this tomorrow. Oh, if they're explaining it, if they're explaining it to layman. Yeah. Like, or like they're trying to make them sound, scientists are trying to make themselves sound smarter. And it's the real people who are like, we, we're not like that. Right. Well, some of them are, I guess. I don't know. Yes, they are. I've known yeah, lots you're, of scientists. Yeah. <laughs> they absolutely would do that. <laughs> uh, there's something with like every country this movie premiered in, they changed the title to be the name of the country. So it was like the day that Germany stood still. What? The day that Japan stood still. Do, do they not live on Earth with us? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Seems a little odd. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Like, why Why wouldn't that translate? Uh, or maybe it was it so they'd watch it? Yeah. It did make a lot of money, right? Uh, well, it, actually, it's funny. It cost $80 million to make, and it made... 80 million in the US. Hmm. So made a little bit of it, made a little bit of scratch probably after yeah. DVD sales, international mm-hmm. sales and, and I think after it was like 130 international sales or something like that, I don't know. Yeah, so I made a couple million. It was profitable. Yeah, it's Keanu. It's Keanu in his little lull, his acting lull. Yeah. It was like Lake House was in 2006. Oh, God. And then John Wick was 2014. So this was like yeah. Keanu in the middle figuring his shit out. I still love him. Hey, I love him. A lot of people also, um, when I was looking at stuff, people were using it for their own like political agenda. Some people were like, this is just like the Obama administration to put out. Like, Yeah. This is a Christ allegory. And this is like, yeah. Just like Al Gore. He did walk on water. He did. Yeah. Where the, I was like, oh, wait, now he does have powers. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were comparing it to uh, an inconvenient truth. And it was just really funny. And then people on the left were kind of like, I'm so glad. It seems just like Obama put this out for us. <laughs> and I was like, w- Obama is not here. He is not writing this movie. nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> people are literally insane. Produced by Barack Obama. <laughs> it was insane because it was really funny, too, because I got it. But I didn't get the sense that this movie specifically was like fucking green movie it was like there's so many movies where we're fucking up and they're like stop yeah. fucking up because i mean the, the original movie was about like um nuclear armament right you know like post you know war society and like this was like okay the new thing now is conservation green mm-hmm. yeah. but oh, yeah so I, I don't know how would we rate this dude i mean honestly as soon as we stop recording i'm gonna forget that i watch this movie i rate it three hot dogs i rate it two and a half <laughs> turnips <laughs> i will rate it three Weird-looking nanites. Out of 50. (laughs) (laughs) Thousand. Million. All right. Well, it's my pick for next month. Oh. What do you got? Oh, shit, I forgot. What do you got? What do you got? (laughs) Josh is yawning. Uh, I was trying to change it up a little bit. Got some action and horror going on. So we're going to watch Pump Up the Volume, starring Christian Slater. Samantha Mathis. I could use some more Christian Slater in my life, too. He's very handsome. I feel like I've never seen that movie. Does he record what? in a shed in his backyard? Yeah, Who's he, never seen Palm of the Volume? He's, uh, he's, uh, he's got uh, his own like pirate radio in his bedroom. All right, yeah, all right. Where he wow. whines and bitches like a typical teenager in his microphone. But everyone feels it. I don't want to give too much away. When was the last time you saw it? A couple years ago. A handful of years. I think I just saw it when I was like 12, so I'm... I remember it being super profound when I was a teenager and super dumb (laughs) when I was older. Yeah. I was like, shut (laughs) the fuck up. I hope that's my experience. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a pretty good movie. But like, you can always tell when it's a good teenage movie because I watched like The Breakfast Club nowadays and it's i'm still, still like and i'm still like okay i get what you kids are saying that's mm-hmm. some real shit actually if anything i thought it was like better it had yeah. like a 30th anniversary like a year or two ago and i went and yeah. saw it at the theater yeah, and i was, was like you. dude this is really good no you were not yeah, it was dummy i don't remember that uh, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah and uh oh, bro. and then i watched like a couple years ago i watched palm of the volume and i was like shut up 
God, you fucking whining piece of I shit. I bet it's good. Suck. Oh, your dad's not nice to you? <laughs> Wah. Uh. None of our dads are nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, any last final thoughts about this movie or Keanu? No. I still think it was his real beard. I'd like to believe in Keanu's beard with Mark. It's not. I want to believe in a world where Keanu grew that beard. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for thank, that. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to yeah, us. Yeah, you can tell you, thank just you. for production, you can tell it's not. <laughs> Did it have him grow a whole beard for one fucking scene and then have him shave it he off? He grew it at the end of, he, he went back for reshoots. When you could have just throw it on him and then they're like, this looks like shit, put some snow on it. Well, they only right. need it for a scene that you grow a beard first before your first day of shoot and then you shave it off and you're fucking golden, man. Or he grows it after a shoot and then comes back for reshoots. Yes. They see that's really expensive when I can just throw a fake beard on him and just have him I shoot bet, one that one scene. I bet someone knows. Keanu, Keanu knows. I'm gonna text him. Keanu, <laughs> is that a fake beard and video <laughs> still? Beardstuff.com. Thank you all for listening to us. We appreciate all of you taking time out of your busy lives in this crazy world to listen to us. Also, this movie took place in Virginia, and they uh, love us in Ashburn. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We have a lot of people, apparently, that listen to us in Ashburn, Virginia. Oh. So thanks to all the good folks thanks, there. Thanks, Ashburnians. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, of course, listen to all of our episodes. That's such a great name, Ashburn. <laughs> Ash Bernie Sanders. I'm from Ashburn. All <laughs> praise the Fire Lord. <laughs> you can, of course, listen to all of our episodes on intermissionpodcast.com, on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. If you can find it in your hearts to rate or review us on any one of those platforms, that would be hella helpful in getting our podcast dreams and goals fulfilled. And you can follow us on Twitter at IntermissionPC, on our Instagram at Intermission underscore PC. Mark posts up some weird stoner shit on there and it always seems to make my day. Oh, hey, all right. Hey. <laughs> also, uh, we have a, our only fan page on Instagram at Raw Dogger, <laughs> run by Stormy Yerba Buena. <laughs> Thank you, Stormy, for the cool fan art, movie posts. Be sure to check her out. She watches fucking crappy movies, too. <laughs> and you can follow me or Mark on various social media platforms at Tipahor at Mark E. Espinoza. Josh doesn't have anything like that. Nope. He's got to keep his nose clean. Yep. <laughs> uh, I may also have a lot more time to devote to podcasting this year, so I'm super stoked to give everyone more of my time. Sweet. Yeah, thanks again for hanging in there with us. Make sure to tune in next time for my pick. Pump up the volume. Dance, dance. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. Bye. Later. Peace.